to me enough is Enough is enough. Hey guys, welcome back to the Indie Wrestling Corner with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host as always, the queen of the Indies, Tiffany. And today, I'm so excited. We're going to curse like a lot of you like this episode, but... I'm <laughs> we have big fucking Vin going on today. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little sad that I'm not. I, you didn't bring me any Taco Bell. I think you got to go inside and bring me some Taco Bell. <laughs> I have to like teleport that. I mean, I could throw it into the, into the, like the camera or something like that. Maybe I mean, that's about it. <laughs> I want some Taco Bell. We're gonna channel Alex Zane right now. I can't see you. Yeah, I know you can't see me. Oh man! Right. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you're not gonna be able to see me. But <laughs> yeah, so we're here. Uh, he's enjoying his Taco Bell. So, um, but guys, if you're new here to the Under the Rope series, here I interview everything independent wrestling, whether it's wrestlers, promoters, referees, backstage. I got you covered. If you guys got any questions for Vin, please drop it into the chat. I'm sure he'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions. I'll answer all the questions. <laughs> all the questions. All ask the ask them all. And uh, yeah, so make sure you share the stream for us too, so we can get some people in here, which would be greatly appreciated so all right so we're gonna we're gonna go back to basics that's how we like to do it onto this podcast we're gonna you know some people may know you some people might not know you so we're gonna go back how did you get into professional wrestling this is the story that everybody likes to hear kind of yeah. <laughs> um of course everybody knows my father was 911 right uh, so he wrestled in ECW and stuff like that. So when I started becoming the age of around like nine, he came out and brought me his four one one. Uh, I wrestled at four one one for, you know, just like probably two or three years until I got a little bit older and I got into uh, uh, middle school and stuff like that. And I started going into high school. So I just kind of dropped it and got like a little bit in the backyard. Um, from doing the backyard and stuff like that, I went to like little wrestling training stuff. Uh, you know, like little bull stuff, like, like places called uh, like uh, uh, Body Slam Wrestling and stuff like that. Like some little indie shows that are around in Jersey. Started training there. Then I went to CCW for a little bit. Right. Um, not very long. Uh, uh, very short-lived uh, time at CCW. And then I actually ended up going back to backyard. Um, uh, I, we started like wrestling with people like uh, backyard with people like Deppin and Zane. Um, all these guys, like we all back, we all yarded together and stuff. So, um, uh, there's people like, you know, people, uh, like, there's a lot of guys on here who are honestly so, so crazy good and they, I, they need to be showcased. But besides that, uh, after that, um, uh, after the backyard scene, I started getting into other like little, indie, like little small places, you know? So like wrestling has like always just kind of been in my blood, yeah. you know what I'm Like it's just always been with me. Right. Do you feel like the pressure, I feel like this is probably like a question that gets asked a lot, like the pressure of, you know, being under your dad, of being that wrestler, like, was it one of those things that you felt like you had to be a wrestler because your dad's a wrestler? Not at all. I'm one of eight kids. Wow. Yeah, so there's uh, seven more of me around there, uh, but in some in female form. A um, little bit smaller beards, but uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I was the only one who got into wrestling, actually, the only one. Mm -hmm. uh, my one little brother's a Marine. He's just coming back right now. Uh, he'll be back home in, like, a couple, like, probably, like, a week. So, uh, 
<clears throat> my other brother was in the Air Force. Uh, my sister got married. Uh, other than that, I don't really know what else she does. Um, and they, 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 all my brothers and sisters, they kind of like got into other stuff, and I was the only one who kind of caught on to wrestling because I liked it so much. Right. Uh, I was also the biggest kid out of my dad's family, so, I mean, so it kind of just like came up on me. Right. <laughs> so awesome. Let me get some love in the chat. Uh, Sky's in the chat. Ninja Max in the chat. He says, oh, shit. <laughs> he goes, best big man in the indies. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> best, most coordinated, most coordinated acrobatic person I've ever seen in my entire life was Ninja Mac. I will tell you that. Shoot straight up. I've never seen somebody with so much body control and it's scary. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like he could, like, kick somebody's ass on three fingers. <laughs> like, and that, that guy straight up. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I feel like he could run at somebody on, like, three fingers each hand. Yeah, it's so nuts. Oof, so good. If you guys want to see that interview with Ninja Mac, please go back to the Under Rope series. We had that chat not that long ago as well. He's so good. Thanks for coming to the chat. Hi, April. How are you? What's going on? Um, so I like to ask this question because, you know, you know, I've seen you in person numerous times, Russell. I uh, just saw you yeah. this weekend. Uh, but that fan that's listening to this podcast, never saw you before. What is the go to match that they should watch that, you know, to become an instant fan of you? Me and Manders. Yeah. And JCW. Yeah. Really, really. 100%. That's one of, that's one of my favorite matches I've ever had. Uh, we just had a blast. Like we were, we were both like kind of like you know, we we both were kind of like up late hanging out and stuff like that. We didn't know we were wrestling uh, until like like in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, uh, you know, we we both kind of like came in that stuff. Like we we had the whole other show beforehand, and we uh, we didn't know how we would work together. I never I've never worked banders, and I you know everybody gets nervous the first time they work somebody. Right. We ended up having such great, such great chemistry out there. Yeah. All right. We performed a good amount of magic out there, but that's definitely the go-to. Or an old school um, tag match I had years ago. Uh, it was me as the Atlantic City Scoundrels uh, with this guy Leo Zuko. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody go and look up props to Leo Zuko. He's an amazing wrestler. He's an amazing wrestler. Um, but Leo Zuko me tagged him against the uh, uh, the Kentucky Coal Mine, uh, the Kentucky Mine Express or something like that. I'm trying to remember, but. That's actually where I debuted the backflip into the ring, the uh, dump truck. Mm -hmm. uh, the backflip always slam, I do it in the ring. That's awesome. That's the first match I did it in. That's so crazy. That's so awesome, though. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, you hate to like me in the chat says, what state do you wrestle out of? Uh, Jersey. Yeah. Uh, I'm in Jersey right now. Um, <laughs> Is that the Taco Bell? I'm, <laughs> I'm at the Taco Bell next to Lomi Challenge. Actually, if people were wondering, I got my... Okay, the question is, what exactly are you eating from Taco Bell, then? Like, we need to know. Uh, I got two cheesy gordita crunch uh, with fiery uh, Dorito Boco taco shells. And I also got nacho fries. There you go. <laughs> I think it's Alex Zane approved, pretty much, right? Pretty much. Oh, I hope so. I mean, I, mean, I got the custom order going on. I, I love it. The Dorito Loco Taco was probably the best thing that was ever invented by human hands. Oh. Um, next to duct tape. <laughs> next to the duct tape. Yeah, see, actually. Uh, That's actually holding up my phone for all people who are watching right now. <laughs> it um, was very, very useful. Uh, David Russell's in the chat. He says hi to both of us. How are you, David? What up, Russ? <laughs> all right. So, you know what? I want to talk about, like, the evolve, you know, like, you know, evolving in wrestling right so like you were dominic truex and now you're big fucking vin so it's like yeah. how is that you know you know why did you make the change like you know tell well, us a little bit I about remember, that i made the name dominic truex a while ago because when i was wrestling for some other little place they told me i shouldn't use my real name mm -hmm. and you know my dad used big al at one point but like he, you know he was 911 yeah he was tombstone so I was thinking about like a cool name that kind of sounded interesting that it also sounded good with like a gambling gimmick. Yeah. So Dominic Truax does sound kind of cool for a gambling gimmick, but Dominic Truax sounds like some dude who weighs like 185 pounds <laughs> and doesn't do what I do. Um, and he can't, and, and I can't spell it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I spelled it wrong and I, that's how I kept it. Cause that I was, I was, I didn't care. 
Um, <laughs> uh, so eventually, uh, I, I did get hurt. I hurt my neck, and uh, through living with that name, uh, people started realizing me as Big Ben and GCW because that's, of course, my real name. Right. And when I used to go out there and help out before I uh, before my neck healed um, and stuff like that, like people were chanting Big Ben, Big Ben, stuff like that. So, you know, I. Uh, I thought about it, and I was like, you know, I really don't think I want to have that name Donald Truex anymore. I think it's really stupid, actually. And I thought it was stupid for a while, but I didn't know when or where was a good time to change it. Mm-hmm. So when I got the GCW, the first thing I did was become Big Vin, because I did not want to be called Donald Truex in GCW. Mm-hmm. I, I love that company so much, so I just, you know, as soon as I was, uh, you know, I got the backyard stuff and uh, GCW backyard and like that. Why not be called Big Vin? It's my real name. You know, mm-hmm. Donald Truax was just kind of like, Truax is actually my great-grandmother's maiden name. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, uh, like, it's like it's almost like the same kind of Truax as uh, uh, Martin Truax in the NASCAR. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, it didn't, Dominic kind of sounded like Domino's, so I just thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's exactly how I came with that dumb name. So the tra- And once I became, like, I feel like no, I became, once I fell back into myself as Big Vin, I I felt like a complete, like, total different person. I'm not going to lie. I felt like I didn't have to fake anything. I didn't have to come out there. I didn't have to have a... Uh, I, didn't have to, I didn't need a gimmick because people already knew who the hell I was, like, mm-hmm. as a person. So, like, the people who did know saw me as a person. Now, and now that I'm just coming out more as myself and being more myself mm-hmm. out there, people are liking me more, which is something I should have been doing a while ago. Right. Now I think about it, but, you know... Well, it's kind of how it kind of fell on me. Right. It, it, it kind of really dawned on me. That's why I say it's like that. You know, you're evolving. You know, like it's it's, it's so yeah. crazy, and it's like the fun and the world about like watching you have fun, and it makes it more entertaining. And you know, the fans well, love you. Because I've, I've always had fun doing this. And right. I've uh, I've done a lot of stuff for different people. I I busted my butt for a couple of different companies, but it got no return out of it. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. You got to put in the hard work yeah. to get to these places. Right. You know. Definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, it's funny because you know, you talk about that, and uh, me and Melissa were talking recently. We were talking about like you working at UWA, and I, that's like one of her favorite promotions with her daughter Azalea. And she's like, "Oh yeah," she's like, "I saw," because like I was like, "Oh, it's Dominic," you know, now is Big Vid, and she was like, "Wait a minute," and she was like, "I actually seen him a lot at UWA Elite," and then she started talking about you tag teaming and stuff like that. UWA Elite is such a fun company, uh, you know. I love it over yeah. there. They have like it, it's great, family friendly. Like it's just a good time. Uh, that promotion. I mean, anything that like pops out of your mind that like you could think of like some of your favorite moments over there. Oh, uh, over there. Yeah. Um, hmm. Favorite moments over there. I want to say. Uh, oh my god! I'm not gonna lie. There's so much like little things that because there's like the fair that happens all the time. So it's like uh, the fair at UWA, for all people who don't know, they go there and they put on like three to four shows a day yeah, uh, for three days straight. So these guys wrestle all the time. And they go out there and like, the, they get, you know, in between shows, you get to go to uh, get some good food and stuff like that. Yeah. So like those are like good times I had. Mm-hmm. You know, I like the fair, like, like every time we got to wrestle at the fair, it was always like a really, really cool thing. Yeah. But um, they, like... When it comes to like UWA, there were such like these are the people who I grew up with. Actually, like yeah. a lot of people don't realize that you, these. You, I uh, one of my uh, TJ Blade, the guy who wrestles there. Mm-hmm. Um, me and him uh, when we were uh, probably about eighteen years old. Uh, I was eighteen years old. Drove up to Massachusetts to wrestle in front of a random, random cl- crowd, and uh, with a couple other people. Like so, like I've known these guys like since backyard days and stuff like that. So then once they started going up and up and up, uh, I just, I just I, you know, of course, the the show kind of just like fell like, you know, felt like it was like home for a little bit. Yeah. But I just like I, just to, to, to name a good time is hard because like the wrestling there is one thing, but like the actual people there are like my favorite part about that mm-hmm. like like company. Yeah. Like I love everybody at UWA. They're such great people over there. Absolutely. I love I love UWA. It's such a great. We've had a bunch of people come on the podcast talk about that promotion. The fair is great. I went last year for the first time and I was like, "How cool is this?" So it's like you get like a whole the bunch fair. of food. 
People die at the fair. <laughs> That's why I was like, when I walked in, this was like the first time that I ever went. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get like, I don't know, gyro, let's just say. And then I like, I turn my head as I'm on lying. And I'm like, damn, there's like some steak over there. And I'm like, damn, uh, then you got pop. <laughs> Unlimited root beer that they have there. They had this little tin thing of root beer. It's like a little like old school like coal miners cup. Yeah. And you could just refill it yeah. the entire weekend. And I've had the same cup for six years. Oh my god! So you bring it back the next year? I just keep bringing it back. They don't care. <laughs> they don't give me a new one because they're like, oh sweet, and they'll just give you a new one anyway for free. So I brought <laughs> the one anyway. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, Sam Moore's in the chat. It says, Big Vin, baby. <laughs> How are you? Awesome. What up, Stockout? <laughs> so great. Well, we brought up, like, GCW, so let's talk about it. Let's go big. Let's talk, let's talk Hammerstein because this was such a big moment in GCW oh, for man. all you guys. I mean, Alex Zane was just on recently. We talked about that with him. Marcus Matters was on recently. We talked about it with him. So let's talk about... You know, how, you know, emotionally, like, you felt, like, coming out, the big pop, being in this historical building, and then winning, and then your dad comes out to celebrate with you. So, give us a little bit about that. Well, for one, going into it, it's like, uh, being, when I found out I was going to be at Hammerstein, I'll just, just let's, let's start from the beginning of this. When I found out when I was going to Hammerstein, I was literally at my friend's house, like one of my longtime like childhood friends. Mm -hmm. I was so speechless. I, 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 I was just in awe. My friends stared at me like, what is wrong with you? Are you okay? And I went, dude, I just threw my phone. I was like, I couldn't even tell them. Wow. And like every star, like, like losing their shit with me. I, I, I it was one of those big things for me because Hammerstein it's such a legendary yeah. building for wrestling. Yeah. And, you know, see, you know, people like my, my dad's wrestled there. So like, I'm like, I'm the, I'm a second generation wrestler who right. got to wrestle in the same building that my father got to wrestle into. Yeah. Like, and performed at ECW, the same kind of company that we are today. Yeah. So like, we, we, going, getting ready for the, um, the battle royal, it was like, amped up you walk in the building you you see everything going on you, you find out it was all in the, the battle royal and such and we go out there i'm told everything's going on what's gonna be happening stuff 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 yada 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 of course you know uh what's gonna happen after the match and um like my dad being there like i knew i knew he was there of course but when they when i got to do the celebration with him at the end and the beer it was like incredible yeah that. It was it was just so down, downright incredible, and I thank GCW so much for like letting me have that moment yeah. with my father, because I mean he's 65 years old. My father, mm -hmm. he just turned 65 January. God bless him. <laughs> so and he he still pushes up like 450 pounds on the bench. Wow. So I mean to me, my dad, you know, I love him. We work together every day. We see each other every day. So, you know. It's it's a different relationship than a lot of people get to have with their fathers. I get to see, you know, I a lot of people they see their father every you know every once in a while, maybe on the weekends. I get to see mine every day. So for us to have that cool moment shared that didn't involve work, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't involve like a hammer and nail. It's 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 a it's a blessing. It really yeah. is. Yeah. That I get to share these kind of moments because not everybody does. Yeah, no, that's so amazing. Like, that was just fun. Like, watching even, like, yeah. the fans explode. Like, you know, I was there, you know, and just, like, watching that, being with, uh, you know, my good friends. Uh, we were talking about that moment, too. Like, how how cool is that? You're right. Not everybody gets to experience, you know, these moments. So, huge. Not everybody wins the first match. At Hammerstein Ballroom for GCW. <laughs> this is true. Absolutely. <laughs> so awesome. So, so awesome. Um, so let's talk JCW. Uh, JCW's great. Like, it's been on fire since it's come back. Uh, but I want to specifically talk about this. So I want to talk the fight before Christmas. So we got to talk about the Secret Santa gauntlet match. You know, I love yeah. that JCW gets I wasn't in. there, actually. Uh, I wasn't at that one. I heard Santa was there. Oh, was okay, there. yeah. Santa was there. I mean, you know, <laughs> Ryan T was 
mark it out for Santa. Uh, he was looking at me and Melissa. And he got he got this big grin on his face. He was like, oh, Santa. I know. I saw it. I, I've never seen a crowd uh, uh, on camera. Uh, <laughs> uh, whatever. I, I just don't. I, kids are watching, I feel like. Um, <laughs> I never. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to ruin anything for any parents. Um, uh, pause it. You know, like, then mute it. Like, uh, in the second, this he, is the time to mute it. <laughs> But uh, I love that when he when I got hit up to uh, when he hit me up and said, "Hey, do you have the Santa outfit?" I said, "You bet your ass I do." <laughs> like I said, I said, "Of course." I said, "Of course I do." And I sent him the picture. I just send the clothes all the time. Yeah. Um, not just for wrestling. I do it for other. I do it for toys for Tox events and stuff Aww. like that. Um, a uh, little local stuff. I love doing charity work and stuff like that. I love helping people out. Yeah. So um, uh, I used to do it for schools, uh, and I used to like walk into schools and be Santa and stuff like that. So um, like I I, I had the Santa suit, and it, so I was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, well, I would tell you, he's like, oh, we got this thing we're going, just you know, we'll, you'll see. So I didn't know what I was doing at all. And, uh, all I know is that uh, yeah, I, I'm on my um honeymoon, and uh, I get I get a, a thing on my phone. It is the Secret Santa gauntlet. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. This is going to be awesome. So, yeah, and going out to the crowd reaction I got was the best thing in yeah. the world. I was so happy that the crowd went absolutely that nuts. Yeah. And I didn't know what song I was going to be coming out to. So when I heard that complaint, I was, <laughs> oh, my God, what a great song. Um, I wish I could come out to that, like, all the time. Um, but it's not crazy. I just I just. I just I just have to wait till next year. <laughs> that was so fun. It was such a, like a a fun moment. I love that. Like, I mean, me and my friends, like, we had like the headbands that like lit up, like little Santa Claus hats that lit up, little elf things. It was it was fun. You got to get into the spirit. But I love that too that you said that you do it for charity. That's amazing that you do. Like, I mean, again, like I just love that JCW could like go into like the Survivor Series Kaiga theme, and then like we just had March Madness. Yeah. Like, it's like what is a fun things about jcw so like you know you had the santa suit so like okay what's your favorite holiday christmas <laughs> okay christmas of course it's christmas. of course christmas. christmas you did deck all out like is that how it goes like you deck the whole deck house all out my truck has lights on it oh yeah <laughs> i don't know i drive around santa's sleigh all 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 december that's awesome. I will drive around my town dressed as Santa Claus randomly. If I'm bored, that's what I do. Mad. That's... I drive around just Santa way the kids. Aw, I love that. That's so amazing. Aw. Any other holidays that are big that you love too? Um, uh, Halloween, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like going to haunted attractions. That's my shit. Oh. Um, Penhurst, the best. <laughs> If anybody wants to go on a haunted attraction that they will never forget, go to Penhurst Asylum. Ooh, mark that down. 100%. Sounds like Mark fun. that down. It, it is insane. There's, it's not that badly priced at all. Mm -hmm. Like, at one point, one of these, at one of, um, they have four things that you do. Mm -hmm. Three of them have people in it. The last one is just an empty building that you walk into with a small flashlight. Wow. It's an actual haunted venue this is not like a gimmick this is an actual place that people go to there's so much stuff has happened oh wow so yeah and uh my wife her family throws uh crazy like halloween parties every year except for the past couple of years because of covid yeah um yeah we 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 had a we started our relationship right before covid just like started that's so awesome. so we had we we made it through and then got married during the pandemic right wow. before it ended wow <laughs> damn pandemic <laughs> but that's awesome that's so much fun okay so do you get scared when you go to these crazy like you know <laughs> not at all no. <laughs> no 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 i mean i uh i get like spooked of course every jumps yeah you know it's not the hardest spooks when you're jumping buddy yeah but actual fear no i mean i live on a i mean i walk out in the woods in the pitch black i live on a farm my whole life so like you know walking out in the woods in the dark is obviously the scariest thing you could probably do mm -hmm. like you, you can you can do whatever the hell you want you put a spider in my face and snakes whatever <laughs> i can care less about those 
but just 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 drop somebody in the middle of the woods and pitch black with no flashlight. Oh man. <laughs> right there. You know, you'll hear a squirrel run through the woods and crap yourself 100%. Uh because <laughs> you won't know what it is. Oh no. Oh my god, it's a lion. Like dude, you're in Jersey, there's no lion. Like, that's kind of shit like that's like you want to know what fear is? Like when people say I'm not afraid of the dark. Drop you in the middle of the fucking forest. I got there's a road called 539 in New Jersey. And if I broke down, I might as well just pull over and bury bury myself a grave. Oh no. Because I will have a heart attack. No. <laughs> no, I'm good. There is zero service on your phone. It's in the middle of nowhere. And it's a and it's nothing but like pine trees and sand. There's nothing around for like twenty miles. No. Each way. <laughs> no, I'm good. Which isn't even as bad as out west. I mean I've been on five hundred mile desolate roads in Kansas. Oh no. <laughs> nope. I'm good. I'm good. I was laughing at one of my friends because we went to a haunted house and he never gets scared. And the last minute we exited out, we start walking towards our car and some guy was hiding behind a tree and then he he hit the chainsaw and then he got so scared and I lost my mind because it was the most funniest thing to me. Because I was like, ha! You finally got scared. I love it. <laughs> good stuff. No, I've, I've accidentally scared a couple people. Uh, people who worked there and people who didn't. Oh, man. I just walked around a corner. Some girl got scared from somebody, backed up and saw me, and then screamed. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did I do? I'm just a person here in a hoodie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just because there's a knife in my hand. No, uh, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, all right, so I want to talk about on point wrestling. Recently, you and Matt Tremont stepped into the ring, which was great because I love the fact that yes. Matt retired, Matt came back out of retirement. Mm -hmm. Here it is, and I love watching the journey that he's back and he's wrestling. Never mind the fact that he's wrestling even his students, um, you know, but it's like random of like who he is working with in the ring, and you got to recently do this with matt so tremont being a legend and everything how was that for you it was amazing but you know what that all proves is that he has true love for this business. yeah he really does you know when, when it sucks that when you want to retire but sometimes you can't yeah when you come back and you make even better for yourself and you do 10 times better he's gotten in better shape he's losing weight i see that he looks great yeah you know so like that what just want to put that out there first but how did it feel was awesome i mean i got i watched that dude at cage of death mm -hmm. in 2013 get thrown off the top of a cage yeah and I, when i saw that i was like oh i want to wrestle that dude yeah you know some people i mean like people have like these weird dreams like you know some people like they want to go somewhere do something meet this person yada yada i like i like wrestling everybody mm -hmm. and tremont stuck out to me so much because he was just a big dude who did crazy shit, and he did shit to people under, and he did shit that would, like, uh, every, under, like, a lot of people underestimated him for his size, mm -hmm. you know? So, I like that kind of stuff, because being a big person, you know, growing up, being heavy and stuff like that, there's always people telling me, oh, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. Right. Well, this motherfucker's going out and doing all this shit, and I've always been the person who would like to prove people wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, you can't climb that rock wall, I'll, I'll, I'll go fucking climb cliffs. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 there's shit I do. I go snowboarding. I go skiing. I'm an adventurer. I do that kind of stuff. I, so, to like, oh my God, I just lost track. There's a stone. <laughs> um, well, he's back. <laughs> yeah, I'm back a little bit. Uh, I just, sorry about that. Talk about me. You're fine. <laughs> um, no, but that's. That was so fun yeah. to like watch and you know again even like me like here it is someone that i've been watching for you know a long time and you know i get to work backstage and i get to watch his students and now his like students are like working at you know gcw jcw and like i'm seeing more and more of them uh come up we just saw declan grant this weekend at jcw yeah. i mean marcus matters and dylan mckay have been like staples over there as well i mean yeah, marcus matters is going places 100 percent. he's got so much talent that kid yeah he yeah. really does i mean I, I i love him to death he's a great dude yeah. i'm just saying he's you know he he's gonna make his he's gonna make his path through here he really is yeah he really i can't wait to watch it 
Yes, I love it. I love watching, you know, his story. And again, if you guys want to see, I've done two interviews with him. You guys can check that out. So I had a, I just had him on recently because I was like, we have to do an update. It's been like a year and like all these things has happened to him. So it's, it's really, really cool. Uh, more love in the chat. Mike says, I'll be at Dallas for GCW show Spring Break Part 1, Planet Death and Lucha. Super excited. Tussle Mania says, Big Vin is the fucking man. See you soon, brother. Captain Dave is in the chat. What's going on? How are you? <laughs> you guys are awesome so um so let's go back let's talk like backyard wrestling uh because this has been you know a fun conversation you know that you brought up earlier i've been having a lot of people come on talk about it uh ty hill was on recently we were talking about um backyard wrestling he started sending me like so many clips like from like years ago and i was like send me more because i was like i yeah. want to see you know backyard wrestling like back then in the days and like you said you guys have all kind of knew each other a long time ago so, but yeah go ahead did you ever know do you know what my backyard wrestling name is actually no you're gonna love this yeah, okay let's go you can you, you can google it if you want to you mm. can go on youtube you look it up big sexy venom yes <laughs> um v-e-n-o-m mm-hmm like the gear, like the UFC. Okay. Gear. Yeah. Because it was the easiest thing to buy, and then walk out and have it name, name your name on your tights already. Oh, um, smart. That's why I spelled it like that. So I saw kickbacks and said, "Oh no, sorry, V E N U M. Sorry, V E N U M." So you can look up BXW Big Sexy Venom. You see a bunch of stuff of me on there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, BXW OCWS. Mm-hmm. Um, these were all like, like so like backyard was like a little bit small for me at first. Mm-hmm. And then my one friend, one dude, and then one dude, one dude, and next thing you know, I'm backyard wrestling with some dude from England, and like, like you, like, you want to talk about a backyard wrestling community? I'm sure Ty and Zach have all said mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. We used to have these shows called NYE mm-hmm. every year. People from England, Canada, all over the country would show up to New York City. Oh, wow. Not just uh, these people would pay their ways through. People want to talk about paying their dues. I understand paying your dues and wrestling is like going through training when you're young and stuff like that, doing all this other stuff. But when we're actually getting better at wrestling through the process of wrestling with our friends, mm-hmm. if that isn't putting in the work, let alone traveling, it's like it's the same exact concept. We all evolved into great wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Right now, I can tell you, like six or seven wrestlers right now on the indie scene that should be where a lot of other people don't deserve to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like at, at my own. I'm talking about like just people right now who are in backyard who I think should be close to AEW or WWE. Wow. Like they were so phenomenal wrestlers, but like, you know, but they love to backyard wrestle and not even professionally wrestle. Mm-hmm. Like there's guys who, who just, who are so good. They're like, nah, nah, I love my career right now. I just like you guys and hanging out with you guys. I'm, you know, I like backyard wrestling, but they were so good. Yeah. Wow. So it's crazy. It was such a cra- it was such a cool world to live in. I beat these people. We didn't like, like. Of course, people loved to wrestle, but we loved to wrestle and have fun with our friends. Yeah. Like we'd have three day wrestling events. We'd go away to Florida for a week, Canada, everywhere. That's so fun. Oh my god. The yeah. Money I wasted on backyard wrestling, <laughs> I will never get back. But I would pay it out again and again. Ah. Oh, it's fun. A lot of a lot of memories. Yeah, I was like marking out like after the podcast that we did. Uh, so if you don't know Ty Hill, check out that interview as well. He's so good. Um, the yeah. Chad. Oh, I love him. Like so, we were we were talking after the podcast, and and he's like, I'm gonna send. I was like, send me, send me. So he starts sending me all these clips. I'm like, send me more. I was like, I'm loving this because like I didn't really know um about it this is why we do these interviews you know we get to learn and you know like i learned a lot more uh because of it but like i do have that appreciation for the backyard wrestling uh it's fun and then i love that gcw has that with the fourth of july shows too uh you know that's always fun uh last year's was really fun too um i think what was it you worked young dumb and broke last year correct was it yeah yes so uh again if you're not watching these shows you need to get on it it's fun as hell (laughs) there's such great moments but okay so what was your favorite moment of backyard wrestling uh, you know um you know with gcw choke, sl- choke slam into uh, uh griffin into the pool because <laughs> i didn't tell about doing that 
<laughs> I did that. That was shoot as fuck. Uh, <laughs> I, I love Kristen to death. But that pool is very, very refreshing. I think he needed to cool off a little bit. Do you think this is going to be a thing every year now that they're going to have the pool now? Because I was like, that was fun. The pool's been there every year. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm thinking the other, the, um, the trampoline into the other pool. Not the pool at the house. The... Who know? Who knows what we'll have this year? I mean, I, I, I might get, I might just throw some like real backyard bullshit in there. Ooh, we'll see. I'm here for it. I'm definitely. I'm definitely I have here no for idea, it. but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Stay tuned. So, uh, but I want to talk about like you know like you being like really important in the independent scene. You know, again like you know you're backstage. Uh, you know you're helping building rings. You know, like you're in charge of like kind of like ring crew back there. You know, everybody talks yeah. about you. Like you know, everybody comes to you. You know, in guidance. You know, so. You know, give us a little bit about like the building, and then even you know, like barbed wire. I mean, I saw you at the showboat for the H two O show, and then we had the barbed wire match going on there. You know, so you're very involved. And then, like I said, even like the kids. I'm gonna say kids because I'm like gonna be forty, so it's like they're all kids to me. Um, you know, but they all come to you like for that guidance. Like, you know, how's that feeling for you? Well, I'm used to being. I'm used to being somebody who's um. In charge. Uh, right. I, I've always been like, uh, I, I've, I've always felt like uh, a leader of some sort, I guess, because I've run a, a company. Um, I've been running this company with my dad. I've been helping run jobs since I was a kid. Um, we, we, as I said, we live in a farm. So when I was a kid, there was full grown men driving me around while I was running the job. Mm-hmm. I was like 14 years old running pony jobs at fairs, uh, being control over like 40 year old dudes. The only reason why they were there with me is because I couldn't, ha- I didn't have a car. I couldn't drive. Mm-hmm. So my dad had me running these things at young age, and I was doing construction and stuff like that, running crews and stuff, uh, running construction crews my whole life. So, I mean, the taking, like, doing from one step construction into building the weapons mm-hmm. is, uh, it was a very easy thing for me to do, including being around uh, this stuff. I mean, I say it's easy, but then everybody tells me it's not. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's easy for me because right. if I'm not, doing that kind of stuff at the shows, I will go crazy. Right. Um, I, I'm a very hands-on-y person. I like making sure everything goes good. Just because I'm a wrestler for the show doesn't mean I don't want the entire show to go good. Right. Um, I care about GCW and the production that goes into it. Right. So, and I think a lot of people see that. Like, I yeah. I love that company. Yeah. I want I want GCW to go, like, as far as we can go. Yeah. That's the thing. I want, I want to keep going. Mm-hmm. No matter what. And, whether I'm wrestling or whether I'm back there, I'm going to be there to make sure that the boys are all safe, mm-hmm. make sure that the production goes good for the entire show, make sure that the crowd is all good. I care about everybody and everything and every aspect about the show. Yeah. I want to make sure everything goes, I want to make sure everybody's having a great time. Wrestlers, promoters, even, I want to make sure Brett's always, I, don't, I want to make sure Brett's not stressing out and stuff like that. I want to make sure people are stress-free. I like being, yeah. I like having people who are always, I like having people calm and stuff like that. I try and make, I try and take the stress out of a lot of people's lives mm-hmm. with the stuff I do. And people coming up to me and asking me what to do, I, people say, they look up to me, but at the same time, I rely on these people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love these guys. They, they come to me because they, they know I know what to do. But at the same time, uh, I couldn't do it alone. Right. Like, these uh, people coming out of the woodworks coming to help me. I mean, Amanda, Philly Mike, Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Riley Rose, stuff like that. He, Riley Rose, uh, from um, India. I think he's from out west. He he drives out here like almost like by Indiana or something like that, all the way to here right. to help out a crew. That's crazy. Like these people put in these people put in their work. Right. Like and and I, I, I they're going to get rewarded for it. I know they will because mm-hmm. you can see where they're going through. I mean, you you see all the changes that people go through in this wrestling. Mm-hmm. business some something sometimes something just needs to happen for you to get it right like that little thing yeah definitely. so i mean people coming to me for the advice is just the the foreman coming out of me right um i'm the person who's i i'll make sure no matter what shit's gonna get done mm-hmm. around there that if something needs to be done it's it's going to it's you're not gonna be you're not about to ask twice it's amazing i like making i, I make sure that not, i'm not just worried about my wrestling i'm worried about the entire show that's that's amazing like you know we need more people like you out there you know like i you know i can tell you thank you for everything you do you know like because if it wasn't for you guys like you're like a fan like me you know like we don't get to you know like to like really really appreciate 
you know, that you guys put, you know, your bodies on the line and then like all the work that you do. And I've been backstage at places before and I see how much work it, it takes to put the ring together or build weapons and stuff. It's a lot. Yeah. So much credit. So much credit. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, who else? Uh, chat. Tesselmania says, no joke. Vin has basically saved my ass from some gnarly situation shooting ringside wildness at GCW shows. He's an incredible asset to the industry. Thank so, you, bud. See, see, that's that's what I like. That's why, you know, I want you guys to know that you're really appreciated. So I always say thank you for everything you guys do. So uh, no problem at all, guys. <laughs> I, I listen, I love doing it. And the fact that you guys are OK makes it even better. Because if something happened to any one of you guys who were watching who helped me out or if anything ever happened to you guys, that would be put on me in my own mind. So I always want to make sure you guys are always all right. So awesome. So awesome. So let's do let's do a fun post because, uh, you know, I incorporate this into all my interviews. It's very important to me. Wrestling with positivity. Uh, like I said, very dear to my heart. Every interview that I do, I incorporate it. I ask everybody about it. And if you guys are interested, I've done projects on it too. So make sure you're following the channel and go check out those Wrestling With Positivity videos. Um, so is there anything that sticks out to you that like, you know, normal fan wouldn't know about that, uh, you know, maybe something you did for a wrestler, maybe a wrestler's done for you, maybe a fan's done for you, maybe, a, you know, something you done for a fan, you know, something that, just sticks out that we wouldn't really know about. I mean, I, I don't know if he's going to like me saying this, but to be honest with you, when I was hurting a lot on my neck, uh, when I first started hurting a lot, um, Ricky Shane Page was the one who helped me with all the, the backroom order, getting all the weapons in order. He helped me out with a lot of that stuff. He helped me run the crew a lot for these bigger shows, actually. Mm -hmm. um, Ricky, like, he... He did help me out a lot. He took he helped me out because a lot at first a lot of people weren't listening to me like like I like like they are now. Right. You know, like a lot of, I'd, be, I'd be trying to answer. Them. I feel like I'm bugging him until Ricky. I feel like Ricky stood up a little bit and was like, no, 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 no. Like this motherfucker knows what he's doing. And I feel like he helped me get to that like level of like I help. I feel like he helped me like, get a lot like uh, earn a lot of respect through the guys and stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. wasn't that they were treating me badly, but I just felt like I was annoying them. You know, I felt like I was going back and asking, like, you know, like, um, like dumb stuff. Like, you know, people got ready for the matches and stuff like that. I was handling the, uh, um, uh, making sure all the weapons were out there for the matches and stuff like that. I didn't even know which weapons I had to make. So he helped me organize all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's so awesome. See, like, me I... helping somebody backyard. I'm going to tell you right now, my most favorite story of, of me helping somebody out in backyard, my buddy, uh, Brad Rush, he's also a wrestler at Pizza Party. Yeah, I know um, who it is, yeah. Brad Rush, uh, uh, he left the vent, he left the backyard show, and I got a call from him like 20 minutes later. His, he just, he couldn't brake anymore. His brakes stopped working. Oh, wow. So I go to help him out, and uh, inside of uh, the brake pads, like in the caliper, mm -hmm. there's uh, there's two bolts that hold it in. One of the bolts came out completely. Oh, wow. Nowhere to be found. So he had to drive home in Kentucky from Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. So we went around. All the places were closed. It was like 11 o'clock at night. So the only thing that was open was a 24-hour Walmart. They didn't have a bolt that matched. So I got JB Weld and a long screw. And I rat and I kept building up. JB Weld is a, uh, a clay that turn that basically is like a, a clay weld. Okay. It holds metal together. Mm -hmm. So I basically took it all and bolted around there and then shoved it in there. And the dude drove around for three months still after he got home. Oh, my goodness. That little rig I did held up for three months till you had to go get the whole thing cut off by a uh, mechanic. Crap. <laughs> they couldn't get it off at all. Oh, God. So they were like, oh. so they're like yeah, no, we have to take this entire thing off. Oh, no. Like, I don't care. I got home. As long as you got home safe, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> some, some fun things that uh, we learn on the pod. So, uh, Oh, no, I will never be stranded. I'll tell you that right now. No, that's good. That's good. No, that's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so what's some things you like to do, you know, when you're not in the squared circle or building or all that, all the wrestling world? Oh, man. I'm sure some people are going to be on my case about this one. Uh-oh. But, uh, of course, I like hanging out with my wife. We yes. All, you know, I love, I, we always just do stuff together. We just bought a house. So yes. Just, our time's been really busy. But, um... Other than that, uh, I love shooting around. I have, uh, I have, you know, a big advocate for guns. Mm -hmm. uh, not that I go hunting or nothing like that, but I love 
love, I love my toys. I go target shooting in my backyard all the time. Mm-hmm. Usually every Sunday, me and my family meet up and we go out in the back and we all go shooting the targets and stuff. Oh, fun. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love blowing shit up. I love uh, welding random shit. I ride horses. I do horse and carriage rides randomly. Um, I do. I'm a very odd person. I like, I, you know, ADHD kicks in like crazy for me because I, I, you know, I'll get bored of something really quick. It's not gonna get bored of it. It's that I like to learn a bunch of new things. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll randomly just like work on my like work on a car, and I'll just give it like a four foot lift mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> for no reason. So like, there's <laughs> things I do. For the, there's like there's things I do that have absolutely no reason or cause for it, but I just right. do them because I think they're cool. Mm-hmm. And other people, I think other people think they're cool too. That's awesome. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, so I have two final questions for you. If you guys have anything else, feel free to drop them into the chat. Uh, so you know we're not gonna go long term, but you know what are some goals that some goals that you have in 2022? Wrestle everybody and everywhere. I want to wrestle. I mean, I, of course, everybody loves the ultimate goals of the bigger places and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't like calling that shot for myself because who knows where I want to end up mm-hmm. tomorrow. Right. Um, as of right now, I have absolutely no plans of wrestling for um, WWE anytime soon. I feel like I curse too much. And I feel like they don't want to wrestle with no teeth. Um, other than that... Uh, I mean, AEW, of course, everyone wants to go there. Japan is a big goal of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, will I be there in 2022? I hope. Maybe. I mean, a no. year is long. I don't know where I'll be at the end of 2022, but I'm not one of those people. Pe- pe- uh, I'm not one of those people who are gonna want to rush everything. Right. So, I mean, I'm a big dude. I'm pretty comfortable with my size and my body, so I don't. I don't. I don't have no. I have. I show no signs of stopping. I'm only 29 years old, even though people think I look like 40. Um. Yeah, I'm a youngin. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, but as far as my ultimate goal, honestly, Japan. I love New Japan wrestling. Oh, that'd be fun. I think New Japan is amazing. Um, I love the strong style out there. Uh, I love everything. I, I love everything about the Japanese style of wrestling mm-hmm. and like wrestling in front of the crowds and stuff. I think it's really, really awesome. And New Japan is just like a, a, an ultimate place. Like the biggest fan, the biggest fan base, really. In the world, I feel like. I mm-hmm. mean, besides like WWE. Right. But that's always yeah. um, you never know. You never know. That's why yeah. you put it out there into like I call it. The, you know, you put it out in the clouds. You never know. Like maybe now, like you know, by the end of the year, you'll be in Japan, which would be yeah. so awesome. Just you know, and watching a lot of the wrestlers, even people that have been on this podcast doing these tours lately, like Ava Everett and uh, Becca and Ace Romero, like just did like a European tour, which was really really cool to like just watch even if it's for like like two weeks three weeks whatever whatever it is like it's it's really like a cool experience i actually like watching whoever go there and then the pictures and like clips from people out there are so awesome so you know hopefully maybe this year so like i said it's out in the clouds (laughs) hopefully hopefully you're watching new japan get me over there get it get it book me a ticket do it do it now um, you better book. You better book me first class, because I am not sitting in that small ass chair for twenty something odd hours. I'm yeah, not. that's a long. Yeah, that's a long. I can suffer for six <laughs> or seven, but past fourteen is my limit. There, there you go. In that small ass chair. Yeah, they 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 can be really really small. Um, yeah. So I like to end off at a positive. For me. <laughs> but they're small though. In general. They're small. Me sitting in the middle like this. No, yeah, they need to do better. Right, do better. Make bigger like seats or something for everybody, because not everybody's like a hundred pounds, like our toothpick. You know, make make big bit-approved seats. Yes, yes. What the hell? Make it happen. Like we're calling you out, Spirit. Do it. Well, maybe it shouldn't be Spirit. Make a seat. Make a seat that you have to send a picture of yourself in for. (laughs) And I'm cool with that. <laughs> I would take a picture of the back of my pants for sending a damn picture of it. For God's sake. <laughs> so, with that being said, again, like I love to end off in a positive note. 
Um, so for those inspired and amateur wrestlers out there, what's a piece of advice that you would give them? Never stop trying and make sure you work for the right promotions. If somebody, if, if, if you're working for a promotion that you feel like you're putting more into than they're giving, mm -hmm. leave that promotion and find somewhere else. That's really good advice. Different advice, which is great than like what we normally hear. This is really, really good advice. Uh, um, I, I want to give, I want to give kids the real advice that I've had to suffer through in my life. Yeah. I've had to suffer through bad bookers. I've had to suffer through all this stuff. And a lot of these, this, this wrestling is not all sunshine and rainbow. And a lot of people, and a lot of people see our lives and think that it is, and it's really not. Right. It's a lot of grit, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of being told no, and you can't do this, and this, this, and that. So if you have a company that you feel like is doing is saying no to you while you're saying yes to them, get out of there at that point. I mean, it's it's a company that maybe it's not worth your time and your attributes to that company. Right. If you walk away from them and they're not and they're and they're not hitting you up and stuff like that and 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 all that kind of stuff, and that means that they had no intentions of going any farther with you than where you were. So keep on pushing and don't ever settle for less. It's really, really good advice. I love it. Like that real raw um advice. Really, really good. So I know Sky definitely listen she really takes those uh you know she's an inspired wrestler that just started training a couple of months ago uh so nice. she takes she takes a lot of these to uh where is she training in uk she lives in uk oh my goodness gracious yeah <laughs> she's 18 and she just started a couple of months ago so uh she always appreciates these interviews uh well, best of luck to you sky i hope i see you in the future yeah yeah see sky we love you uh there's a question in chat from tesselmania again it says when was the last time you were mildly concerned about the safety of a fellow worker the ninja mac la dive or zane and his glass shards oh my god that made me really sad <laughs> the shards zane yeah absolutely zane is one of my longtime friends i I'm a person who is always able to help somebody. So when I'm not able to help somebody, I feel like I am useless. Mm -hmm. You know, and when I saw that happen, I... So I don't know who saw it happen to his eye. Um, I was in the back room. They, they said there was something stuck in his eye. I went up there with a flashlight. And I, I saw his his whole pupil move over into his cornea. Mm -hmm. So when I saw that, my heart sunk into my feet. Like, I... Because at that point, I can't do anything about this he needs to go to professional help and you, you see me i fix things i i like i fix things I, I like i like the accomplishment of that so when i go to help my friend and i can't help them i feel like i'm at such a loss so honestly that one hit me so hard like i was like so beaten up about that yeah. including when it's out of my control like yeah, yeah that one was the be definitely one of the scariest ones for me honestly because Bleeding is one thing. I could patch you up and get you to a hospital. Right. You know, bleeding is one thing. Internal stuff like that. That's 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 you know, broken bones is one thing. But like I I you know, be not being able to see out of your one eye. Yeah. That's rough. That's rough, man. So I you know, I I always when I, whenever somebody's cut, I'm not as concerned as a lot of people usually are mm -hmm. because it's not that I have medical training. It's just that I've lived on a farm my whole life. I do construction, so shit's happened to me, and I've had to learn from my experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I mean, I lost a piece of my thumb. I have a, uh, I had a metal stake go into my chest when I was about 13 years old. I have a, uh, a big uh, scar from here down. A metal stake went into my chest, through my chest plate when I was mm -hmm. about 13 years old. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's things I've been through my entire life. Right. So, like, these are just, you know, living on a farm with horses. Like, a horse gets a cut in his leg. I had to learn how to bandage it. Mm -hmm. uh, I learned how to sew on a uh, sheep. Oh, wow. I could, like, I could sew. I, I, I sewed up a sheep one t a couple times and stuff like that. So, like, I'm not concerned. Like, when it comes to somebody being cut or bruised up or something like that, I'm not really that concerned. I got you. You know, I got mm -hmm. you. But, man, I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't replace that or right. fix that. Yeah, and he's doing better. I mean, I know that. Like, I know I, know I had talked to uh, him. Trust me, I, I was so, I was, uh, I was praying for him. I really was. I was yeah. so worried about him. Yeah.
I think you know, a, so many people were. I was like, oh, yeah, horrible. Well, I mean, you, see, you know, when you see it out in front of your face, it's like, oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, I can only imagine. Oof. Well, I'm glad he's doing better. I miss him so in the He was so worried about his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so worried about him. I was like, dude, please, I'll get your stuff. Just get in the car and go. Please go to the hospital. I'm getting your stuff, dude. I had all, the, I packed away all the stuff and made sure all the stuff was all in the right order and mm -hmm. stuff and everything. And wow. I ate the tacos he didn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, much Listen, he left. I was, I was making sure those, I, I was making sure those weren't going to waste because Zane would have thought that was disrespectful. See? <laughs> See? As he does this interview flying Taco Bell. So. I love Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell too. I like, I always like send him tweets that I'm eating Taco Bell. So great. I love Alex Zane. He's, he's so great. Well, I mean, what is coming up for you? You know, tell everybody where they can follow you, all that fun stuff. Get to Dallas. <laughs> Get to Dallas. Get to Dallas. I'm going to tell you anything. Get to Dallas. Watch me big beat Juicy's ass. Yes. And watch me fuck up Casanova Valentine's. We punch each other out of love. But Big Juicy, I'm coming for you in Texas, motherfucker. You fucking wait. Ooh. But if I'm going to tell anybody and tell everybody to come to one of my shows soon, get to Dallas. You understand me? That's what's coming up next. Two weeks from now. Do it. Do it. And if you can't get to Dallas, definitely check it out on Fight. Uh, definitely support GCW, all those great promotions. Check, check it out on Fight if you want, but get your ass to Dallas. <laughs> get your ass to Dallas. Okay, guys? You hear it. <laughs> but, yeah, so tell everybody where they can follow you to follow your journey, all that fun stuff, where they can get merch, all that good stuff. Uh, you can get merch just by DMing me uh, personally on Twitter. Um, uh, at Big Vin 911. I'm also Big Vin 911 on Instagram. Uh, Facebook is more of a personal account for me. So, unless you're a good close friend with me, I love y'all. But uh, I have like 2,000 people who I don't even know on my Facebook right now. So, I got to weed them out. <laughs> but other than that, check me out on Twitter. Check me out on Instagram. That's where you mainly follow me at. Yeah. Awesome. Go give some love, some support, all that fun stuff. Go see him at the shows. Get to Dallas. <laughs> Bring the man some Taco Bell and some cookies. I brought him some cookies. Oh, if I'm in Dallas. I don't want Taco Bell. I want a cowboy hat. You understand me? <laughs> I'm telling you this right now. Mark my words, Tip. If I get to Dallas and they don't have a size 16 fucking pair of cowboy boots, I'm going to uh, I'm going to the Alamo and taking it over myself. Ooh. Okay. Because yeah, everything's supposed to be bigger in Texas, and if you don't have your shoe sizes bigger, I'm gonna be really, really upset and pissed off. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas, so you guys are put on notice on this podcast. Yeah, you're being put on blast right now because if I don't find a pair, I swear I am going to lose it. <laughs> I'm going to steal every left shoe from every boot store in that county. <laughs> Can you actually make a video of this? You like searching for them and then like spaz it out if like they don't have your size? I'll see if I can, but I don't know if I can record from the back of a police car after I find out that I can't <laughs> So, we'll find out. We'll see. Oh, my goodness. Well. You'll get either a really disgruntled face picture from me, <laughs> or a maybe, maybe a mugshot, or maybe, uh, or quite possibly the biggest smile and a picture of those bad boys is me holding them up. I really hope they have a pair I cannot find a pair of size 16 boots anywhere. It's hard for me to find size 16 anything. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. You're all on really unacceptable. unacceptable. We don't like that around here. So Fuck you, Payless. you guys made the list pretty boy. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you for coming on and hanging out with us and sharing all your stories. I mean, you're amazing. You know, I love seeing you at all the shows. You know, this was oh, so much fun. You, yeah, I mean, it's been so great. So, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you for all your questions, your shares, your likes, all that fun stuff. So, I have taken a podcast break. Uh, if anybody is wondering, I'll be back next, yeah, big, big break, a little over a week. Next Thursday, Struggles is coming on. We're going to talk ETU with him. So, make sure you're subscribed to the New Wrestling Corner and turn that bell on. So with that being said, guys, thank you. Stay safe. Support independent wrestling. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good night. And get to Dallas. Get to Dallas.